there's a question that I'm often asked, especially by children, but not only by children, sometimes by adults, and uh, you'll know the second part, because it begins, if God made the world, who made God? And they ask me that, as if not being able to answer, that would be proof, therefore, that God doesn't exist. What a daft thing to think. But that's what they do think. If I can't answer the question, God can't exist, they reckon. Well, I say to them, I'll answer your question if you all answer me one of mine. Because I know a bloke who said that once. So I say to them, where does the circle start? All right? You see, that's a circle, isn't it, Samuel? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. If I take a bit out of the circle there, what is it? Well, it's a C. What about if I take a bit out of the circle there? It's not a C, is it? And even if I take an incy-wincy diddy bit out of there, it's still not a circle. Might be almost, but it's not a circle, is it? It's a bent line. And it's like that with God, you see. It either is or it isn't. See, circles, they just exist. And at the beginning of all things, the Bible says, in the beginning, we read that tonight, today, didn't we? In the beginning, verse 1. So we're right at the beginning. Thank you, Darren, for making us feel young. But children, even we, us adults, weren't at the beginning. There was a beginning before us. And in the beginning was, well, we might have thought that the Bible would say God. And indeed, the Bible does say that in another place. But here it says, oh, in the beginning was the Word. Now, the Word. I want a word with you. I want a word with you. You know something serious is being said, don't you, when you hear the word the word. Something serious is being said. And, in, and when the Bible uses this word for the word, it means something serious. It means God's wisdom or God's reason. In the beginning was God's reason. It's kind of God reasoned it all out. He is a reasonable God. What he has made has a reason. And nothing has no reason. It's reasonable. It's all reasonable. In the beginning was God's reasonable word. Well, then it says a strange thing. As if this wisdom of God was something kind of separate from God. It says, and the word was, what did it say, Samuel? With God. Yes, there we are. As if it's kind of next to God. With God. Around God, God and the Word. Well, that's a bit of a mystery in itself, isn't it? How can God and his Word or his reason be two different things? This God's getting complicated. But then it says something even more complicated. What does it say, Samuel? And the Word was God. Do you get it? No. It's so complicated. 
The word was with God, but also the word was God. Well, that's a mystery upon a mystery, isn't it? And that's how it ought to be with God, because if you could ever understand God, he wouldn't be God. If you could understand him, by definition, it's not God. So, he's with God, but he's also God. The word God. God and his reason together. So in the beginning was the word God. And then what did God do in the beginning? Emily? No, no. no you don't know. <sighs> what did your mum and dad do in the beginning? They made an Emily, didn't they? Yes, they did. <laughs> and they made an Ollie. Well, in the beginning, what did God do? He created. And this is how many people, this is how many people think about it when they think about what God made. They think that God is somehow there and oh. Actually, can we try that again with a bit more? That was kind of pathetic. There's God. That's better. And he created. He created the, everything. All the planets and the stars and cosmos. It was all there. He created it. And then he created the sea. And then he created the sky. <laughs> oh, that was a... And then he created, oh, the peaks of the mountains are his also, says Psalm 95. The peaks of the mountains are his also. The, no, not the pizza mountains. The peaks of the mountains. Even those places we can't reach. He's, he made them. And then he made oh, the nice fertile land where we can live, kind of a fairy land. And then he filled it full of, not people, animals. There they all are, God's world full of animals. And last of all, he made, who? who? Well, he's made all of that. And he's filled it all full of animals and plants and everything. And then he made us. He made people. Isn't that great? See, no, 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 I'll explain the arrow in a minute. You see, this is what verse 3 says. Through him, all things were made, and nothing was made. Sorry, without him, nothing was made that has been made. He's made it all. But there's an error in our thinking when we think about God making the world like that, as if God's up there somewhere, and outside of him is all the things he's made. As if we've got to somehow find our way back to God. That's not how God made the world and the universe and everything in it. Steve knows because he's a clever man. How did God make the world different to that view? Darren, he's in it. No, other way round. It's in him. You see, 
he didn't make it all outside of himself because God filled everywhere. Everywhere is inside God. And if God wants to make something else, he just makes himself a bit bigger. And it's all in him. Do you see? So you can't get away from God. What does Psalm 139 say, Andy? If I go, where can I go from your presence? If I go up to the sky? If I go down to the depths? If I go across the farthest sea? God's everywhere. Even the darkness is light to you because you are there, says Psalm 139. You can't get away from God. And wherever you are in that whole cosmos, you're still in God. You know that little song, Jesus' love is so wonderful, so high, can't get over it, so wide, can't get around it, can't go low, can't get over it. There's a little boy in the back seat said, well, why can't you, why can't you just go through it? And his brother said, because you're in it. You're in God's love and you can't get away from it. Now you see, that is where we discover life. Verse 4 says, in him was life. When we know that we are in God and his love and you can't get away from it, we begin to fully, truly live. We live in the love of God. And that knowledge of the love of God is like a new understanding. Most of the world can't see it like this, but we can. And it says, that life was the light of all mankind. It shows up the whole of creation in a new and different way. And then it says a wonderful thing, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it, or in another version, understood it. See, we are the light of the world. Jesus told us that. We shine this wisdom and reason in the world, and we know the reason that we exist and what we exist for. We're all very reasonable people, but the world doesn't understand us, and the world cannot overcome us because we are in God, and he is with us. And that's the wonderful, amazing thing that it says in verse 14. What does it say in verse 14? This word God became flesh. Now you have to watch this because this is so good. Here he comes. The word becoming flesh. How's that? He looked like us. He walked like us. He did all those wonderful things among us. He was God with us. And it says there in verse 14, we have seen his glory, the glory of his one and only Son. Ah, now we know who is the Son of God. Samuel. Jesus is the Son of God. You deserve a Freddo for that one. Have a Freddo on me. We've seen the glory of the one and only. So we begin to know that this word God made flesh is Jesus. He came from the Father, and he's full of grace and truth. And this is the wonderful thing you see. He walked with us on our earth. He went with us into death, and he raises us to new life 
in the kingdom of heaven. We will never, ever be separated from his presence or his love. And that's why on this day we can proclaim in the depths of our sadness for Jill and for Nikki that God is good all the time and his love endures forever. And that's why when we have our babies and we bring them for baptism and we have marriages and wonderful things happen, we can rejoice just as much because God is with us in our sorrows and in our joys. He is the word, the reasonable wisdom of God made flesh with us in all things. And we shall never be separated and we shall live with him forever. Amen.